I think I have the answer as to why for these past couple of episodes I've been doing the deep breath and it's really one of my affirmations that I tell myself in the morning and the affirmation is that I breathe in relaxation and I breathe out tension. Um, to be completely honest with you, I haven't repeated my affirmations every morning for the past month or maybe month and a half, but they were something that I was doing about a month and a half um, a consistent basis. Um, so it it is something that I think is has finally manifested into something that um, I actually use, you know. Um, but today's episode, we're talking about the fear of success. And yesterday, I got a chance to like really sit down, um, and I noticed that really at the end of the day, like around twelve o'clock, pretty much in like the next day, almost right. I get the most energy to record or to create or to get into this flow state. And I, I don't know what that is. I'm still working on that. But I wrote down, I know I have the potential. I'm just comfortable with not being completely uncomfortable. And I'm not sure if that resonates with you and the rest of the people that are listening to this podcast today. Um, but I'll just read it again. You know, it's, I know that I have the potential. I'm just comfortable with not being completely uncomfortable. And this goes for school. This goes for work. This goes for our career. This goes with our relationships with our family, you know is I think we get to a certain point where, you know, things aren't terrible, you know, relationships aren't completely broken. Um, our bank account is not completely in the negative. It may be touching. It may be a few pennies, you know, close, but it's not completely there. And I think at that point, we all in some shape or form get complacent. And we'll get more into that word because I, I have another podcast um, idea for that. But this is a real this has been a real thing for me for really, I would say my whole life. And to kind of dig into my past a little bit, I remember back in like uh, grammar school, I struggled with keeping my grades up. And this was even before my, my pops passed, um, before I had to like kind of go through that. But I just remember being in class and just like, I was there, I was present, but then, like I, I said in past episodes where like I was a daydreamer. Like like I, I heard parts of what the teacher was giving that day, but I was, my mind was, on so many other things like I think Legos was a good outlet because I was able to like put together things the way that I wanted them and I didn't have to follow the book even though you when you buy a Lego box it comes with instructions um, but when I seen that okay yeah I can follow these instructions and then do something outside of that I think 
that's when my my mind opened up to this reality of being a creator and to know that I create my destiny. I create my path. I create the reality that I want to live in. And when I was confronted with the reality of this world is that you can do things the way you want, but there's going to be a lot of barriers that are going to come that may be your parents telling you like, no, you don't have time for that. Like you need to focus on this. This is, this is the objective. And you don't really know what your path is. You don't really know what your dream is. Um, but that's what you're trying to express with, uh, with being rebellious to those, you know, instructions that your parents may be giving you and your elders, whoever is like in charge of you around that time, you know, they're, and it, and that's the thing, too, is that I feel like our parents and our elders, to a certain extent, don't completely understand that we're not humans, if anything, are not built to stay confined into a box, even though the day that you're born, you're born in a box, you know, and then once your parents take you home, you're in a box, then they put you in school, you're in a box, you know, it's only... I would say we are outside about 10% of the time of our whole life. You know, outside of that 10%, we're in a box somewhere, you know, if it's work. And even now, like, my job is to drive a bus, you know, and I'm still in a box. I mean, it may be a rectangle, but that's where I am, even though I'm outside of a building, you know. So it's like, how do we break out of these boxes? And this brings us back to the point of this podcast is there's a certain level of fear to leave the box because within that box is complacency. You feel like you have all the necessary things to get you to the next day, if anything. You may not be worried about the next week or next month, or next, next year, but the next day, you know. Um, and maybe that's a little skewed as far as like when you work, you you're most likely living check to check like every two weeks you're getting paid if you work a really good job we're getting paid every um week that's that's cool too but it's this fear of leaving that box leaving that situation but what i've learned especially from grammar school till now is that yeah those moments were confining um and i didn't want to be there you know once it was finally time to leave that nest, the transition probably wasn't as smooth, but it it changed. I was able to get out of one environment and get into the next. And this is how we need to look at our success, our career, our life, our goals, is that in each moment, it may not be um, comfortable. It may not be uh, what we want in that moment. But what we should pay attention to is the the things that we are absorbing, the things that we're learning in those moments for the next moment. You know, for instance, like the school system, grammar school, you know, you go to grammar school and that's like pre-K up to like, I think, what is it, fifth grade or so. And then from, I mean, you know, something like that. And then middle school and then high school and then, you know, college and if you continue on through college, you know, but each one of those, um, I would say groups of school, 
you learned a little bit in grammar school, you learned a little bit in middle school, and you learned a little bit in high school, and you learned a little bit in college. But each one of those stages, you learn something. Now, yes, that system is, um, in a sense, that system needs some work because a lot of the things that we should learn, we don't, especially like mental health. Like that's something that I didn't know that the kids that were getting pulled out of my class were going to talk to a counselor up until, I would say roughly up until like middle school, like late middle school up till like um, uh, high school. And that's a problem. You know, I feel like I needed to talk to someone, especially around grammar school when my pops passed. And no fault to my parents, no fault to no one to like seek those resources for me. I mean, that's the thing too, is that our parents don't have this knowledge. And that's 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 the fault on our supposed school system. It's like we don't know we have these resources or we can't trust some of these resources because there's all they're gatekeepers. You got people in there that's trying to man, manipulate the individuals within that system. So it's like there's no trust, you know. Again, something that strikes fear, you know, fear of success. If my mom would have knew or trusted therapists, you know, doctors or whoever, she probably would have seeked that help for me. But she felt like it was safer for me to talk to her, you know, to show me that even though my dad is no longer in this world, that I have her, I have the rest of my family as support. And that's okay. You know, you don't need an external person, though in 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 some shape or form, like what I try to preach is that we need different perspectives because my mom perspective was different than my grandma's. You know, my grandma perspective was different than hers. And on both sides is one person telling you one thing, one person is telling you another, you know, and you ultimately no one really knows what's the right way. But we need that, you know, so to put that trust into a therapist Sometimes it's a little taboo because you say the wrong thing in that in that uh, session. They'd be trying to prescribe you medicine that pushes you further away from the success that you are ultimately trying to gain, you know. And, you know, that's something that I, I see is a, a very prominent thing nowadays. I mean, you got people like on The Breakfast Club talking about like Charlemagne about mental health being a real thing. We got Kanye, you know, even though there's a lot of taboo things going on with Kanye, you know, but he is an example of someone that went through something very traumatic, is still going through something traumatic and needs mental help, someone to talk to, someone to share his experiences and his perspectives on things so he can be better guided and within his own life, not even just from someone telling him what he needs to do, but more so what he can sit in the mirror and tell himself to do. But this is this goes for all of us. This goes for myself. This goes for you. This goes for the cat down the road, your mom, your dad, everyone. You know, we all need to be able to look in the mirror and tell ourselves, tell our, ourselves, I'm sorry, tell us, our, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, tell us who, tell ourselves straight. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm, tell our, tell ourselves straight. That's what we need to do. And to slow down, I mean, even with this podcast, I'm like trying to get a lot in here, but also remember to slow down. So, we in the middle of the podcast, but let's do a deep breath together right now. Like breathe in and then breathe out. So we're going to breathe in that relaxation and breathe out that tension. So one, 
two, three. One more time. Breathe in. Breathe out. You know, I know I've been promoting Hines in my podcast a little bit, but he's definitely been a beacon of, like, um, help or guidance. But with this breathing in and paying attention to our breath is very key because you you get focused. Like, I remember in, like, um, science class or biology class, we learned that, like, our brain... If you're not breathing, your brain doesn't function properly. Like there's no oxygen getting to it. So the neurons, they're firing, but they don't fire as um, accurately as they should. And that's because of lack of oxygen. So when, for instance, talking like this, talking really fast, like though it can sound real cool in the rapping sense, it's sometimes harder to get ideas across clearly. That's why I've noticed in music, you know, and I've been working on a little bit of music that I'll show you, I'll be posting. I actually already have some stuff on my Instagram that I was like experimenting with, but that's sped up, you know, and, and phrases are thrown at you instead of like sentences. And that's because you have to keep up with this faster rate beat. And that's when you get into R&B and jazz where those things are much slower and you can actually feel the emotion. And it's, like it's being delivered to you in a much calmer sense. I feel like anything that's sped up is just really just rap music. Like it's just to get these punchlines, these phrases to you to make you get this jolt of excitement and then like on to the next one. But you don't really get to resonate on that phrase, on that thing. So that's why I really like the podcast. Well, my podcast and also Heinz, you know, is to actually sit down and talk out your issues your experiences and your perspectives on things. So I do want to end this episode off. I do want to end this episode off on facing our fear of success, knowing that it is okay to fail. It is okay to try something and it not work completely out. What you learn within that is that you had the courage that even knowing if you were going to fail, you still were able to put one foot in front of the other and execute the goal, you know, and it's no, you do not have to feel uncomfortable. You don't have to feel completely uncomfortable. You can feel comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's possible. I mean, I feel like the idea of living check to check is playing with that idea of, you know, you're going to be able to pay your bills but you have to wait for someone to deliver you your deposit. And what if that doesn't happen? What if something just crazy happened where their system gets shut down and now you have to wait months, you know? So within that, it's fear, but it's also a certain level of comfortability too, you know? So we're going to leave it off on that. Hope you enjoyed this episode. This was a lot longer episode. I do want to do more of these where they're not so short and I can actually flesh out something. But you already know, we are planting seeds to blossom a better future for you and I.